Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and our mates over at Elite Breaks. Hit them up at elitecards.com.au and check them out on Instagram and Facebook. My name is Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back. Gee, if you thought I talked a lot yesterday, I can just imagine what's about to come out of your mouth when I've we talk just got a bit of a bone to pick with you here before you fucking get into this. Mate, yesterday, choo-choo, it's fucking happy as Larry. We get to a Collingwood podcast and what, you want to give me this choo-choo? Well, I'm just, I just know I'm not going to get two words in here, Corey. So, <laughs> We're going to grab a coffee you know. or something and I'll just finish the pot on my own? Or? Well, that might, I actually might grab some lunch now, Corey. <laughs> um, now... Oh, you just you, see, so you've just mucked up the whole thing. Oh, we had a routine here, Corey. Where can this was find us on social media, mate? Find us on Patreon and Twitter at SCLEs. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Sorry, Bobs, I should never inter- never interrupt the intro. But here we are with the mighty, mighty Magpies. Now, if you thought that the Blues were going to make top four this year, mate, you're looking at the team that's going to probably challenge them. They'll probably nip and they'll take fourth. Blues maybe fifth. We are on the pie. So much to talk about. This will probably be an hour long potty. We were going to get Schmidt in, but we do, I don't think we've got enough, um, I bet to say film, but we probably don't have enough tape in the reel for, for a Schmitty Collingwood podcast. That would go for seven hours. So To be honest, there was a podcast you recorded with him, I reckon, was it now, about two, three weeks ago oh, now. Now, yeah. I haven't gone and listened to it, but from what I can imagine, I, I just would have thought we could have skipped this one because I, I can just foresee that that podcast would have just been the whole entire Collingwood podcast. There were a lot of Collingwood players mentioned in that podcast, Roshini, when we first went live, so... How, how many of them will realistically get a game? Uh, maybe one. <laughs> yeah, and did he insinuate that all of them would eventually become Brownland oh, Edwards? Yeah, pretty sure he was saying that they're all debuting in round one, and... Yeah. This morning, listen to it. I could predict what was going to happen, Corey. So I reckon just skip the pies. We'll just move on to the Bombers, because I know that's who you really want to talk about this year. Brownlow medalist everywhere. All right, my friend, let's go with the cash cows for the pies. I know Schmitty's going to listen to this, so love you, Schmitty. Um, He actually would have been a good one here, because he he actually shouted a couple of names that I haven't really even fucking looked into. Um, Well, that's because no one's ever fucking heard of him. (laughs) Corey, uh, probably half of them aren't ever going to debut. You tell tell me about Isaac Chug, Bombs. You big Isaac Chug, man. I am a big, you know me, chug, chug, you know, chug, chug, chug along, Corey. He's, uh, he's got a lot of train attributes about him. I'm not going to say about Chug, though, because the other guy would have spruiked him last year, but he just keeps getting fucking injured, this Will Kelly. Yeah. Now, is it true, because, you, you know, your ear's probably closer to the ground when it comes to the points, is he making a transition to defense? Yeah, yeah so he's played defense before. We've tr- we went and tried to play him up for. He's, he's actually played both in, in his career before. But uh, he's played a lot of defence in his um, in his junior career, and, and then we took him. We're like, look, we'll send him up forward. Um, but no, Will Kelly will be a defender. I like it. Yeah, I like it, Corey. I reckon. For, is, is am I wrong when I say this? But a defender's less injury prone. Well, not at the pause. <laughs> Yeah, well, the probably doesn't. Yeah, that's true. We're pretty, we're pretty good at injuring people, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he, I think he's like. So when I think about you know you want a cash cow, we just want someone first of all that's just going to play games and just consolidate themselves in the best twenty-two. And I think that's what this guy he has to offer. And he was he would even be like one thirty k last year. We somehow somehow got him even cheaper at one twenty-three this year. So. Um, I'm all for that, and he's been sitting in my team since you know it opened up in the uh, in the gold format. Yeah, 
Um, so broke his uh, what it was broke his leg? Was that what he done? He's just he's yeah. just fucking always done something, man. He did his arm like two years ago, did he not? The first the shoulder, then, yeah. yeah. It's uh, look, Will Kelly as a Collingwood fan is one that you're super excited. I've got a, a brilliant set of chompers on him as well. So, um, yeah, Will Kelly's in my team at the moment too. Bolts, I think he'll be there round one, and I really, really like that cash cow. Um, and how could we have a Collingwood podcast and not talk about the man who's probably gonna surpass Matty Rowell and um, almost with Nick Dacos and Sam Walsh in their first year, and that is Nick Dacos. Corey. Dagos could not debut and surpass Real. Insert him straight to the guts. He's an absolute moral for the NAB Rising Star nomination for round one. He's going to have 30 and kick three. This man <laughs> is the next big thing. Mate, wait till you get to my outline statement at the end. The Dakes, the Dakes is going to be better than Sam Walsh this year. This year. So Sam Walsh first Dacos this year. Dakes. Mate, Sam's going to be like, fuck, this kid's good, man. So... Um, training alongside Pepper Starts Bruce, ringing him for advice. Yeah. <laughs> Dakes, I've seen what you've done on the weekend, mate. How do I do that? Um, yeah, no, nah, I think Dakos is one that's going to be very, very good. He's going to be AFL ready and will get a lot of time in the <coughs> Um There is another one there, too, that I, I mean, we would have seen photos last week of uh, the big boy, and that is um, the, the cousin or brother, what it was. Yeah, what's his relationship to fucking yeah, brother? Yeah, I think. brother. Um, uh, fucking McRae, um, who is looking absolutely massive. We got him at two oh six, probably a little bit more than you want to spend. You probably don't really want to have two like two Collingwood midfielders at the start of the season, um, you know, in Dakes and McRae there. So it's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be a watch this space. It's going to be weird to see what Collingwood do. Do we still try and bleed mi- uh, youth through the midfield? Is it going to be, you know, much for muchness? But I think Dakes is one that you just pick um, and leave it there and. I think na- easily nab rising star this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, easy picked, and you know what? It's one of him and Horn Francis, in my opinion, and I think it's day daylight between uh, Dacos and Horn yeah. Francis. Uh, and what I mean by that is Dacos is picked first. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, there's no father son. Um, he's, he's the number one pick, and it's funny because I, I think how I was... did he get the four? Well, Why were these? They don't Why were they care. so pussy to be? And they don't care. And, and you know what I love? And, and this is what we were talking about um, at the end of last year, the draft. So whoever goes pick one gets a 20 grand deposit into their bank account from... Yeah. Dad. So because he's a father-son, he's literally missing out on that 20k. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Colin would have probably rewriting that contract a little bit, yeah. to be honest. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought he misses out on too much, but oh my God. God. Well, look, you know what the benefit is? We got about a 20 grand discount on him considering he went at number four instead of number one. Yeah, so, you know, that 20 grand at the moment, I've only got 10 six in my bank. So, you know, I wouldn't be able to have my current team Laugh if uh, if Dakes went number one. So, but thank you. Like, for those who don't know about him and, you know, heard things and uh, doubt this kid, this kid is a legit footballer and an absolute freak. And um, there's only, there's I, I promise you, there's only been two other players that I've heard. Probably two, or maybe three. You could probably go Juddy there. Oh, fucking, you know, we're not going to go back that far. In the last couple of years, it's been Matty Rowe and Sam Walsh, and there's just been nothing else like it. This kid is a freak, and he's going to be a freak from the moment he debuts. Rowe's done squad all. Just remember yeah, that, Yeah, I know, but injury plays a big part in that too. The, you know, I, yeah. And I, when I was saying the hype train, I was talking about, you know, early. But he's already surpassed Real, and he's, like I said, he's going to surpass Walsh this year, so. <laughs> that's not too hard. Uh, your value player, my friend? Um, Corey? Oh, I'm 
providing he's legally allowed to take to the field in round one. Well, well why is that funny? Yeah, you know, he's had a few charges, but apparently the, he's welcome back at training at this stage. That's, that's what we do know. I promise you, if he's there round one, there's no way I'll start without him. Yeah. Degoe. Is that just because of the midfield factor? Oh. Year, like... Corey, what do you average after the boy? Yeah. Do you know? Oh, 100 and something. 110? Yeah. He's 463,000. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, it's almost, you're almost. Wait, like, did he average 110 after the uh, ball? Come on, you, I need to double check you that, Corey. making things up on these podcasts anyway. That is. <laughs> um, this is almost the perfect time that you are lucky that Brett's not around because he was crowing this for years. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You can crow it all the fucking years you want, Corey. But you know what the reality is? Is that he's never been a viable option in all those previous years. Yeah. So, Brick, so that's just like me saying, oh, fucking, let's just pick this. Let's just pick fucking Arlo Draper this year, Corey. Oh, he's a fucking gun, you know, top six. Top, and I'll just keep saying top six, top six until it hits. <laughs> no, you've got to call it the year it fucking happens. And I'm doing that now. I'm pronouncing it. It's done, Corey. Yeah, there you go. No, I do like it. That is a, that is a very, very good one. I, I think he's going to offer a tremendous value. Dude, he's he's 460 grand. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry, it was from round 16 onwards last year because he, he missed the bye, had the game off against Freya. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that's in the last eight games. Yeah, 109.5 average at his court. Yeah. And I expect it to be straight to the guts again. Like, he's so damaging up forward, but he's just a lead in the midfield. Yeah, the, 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 the only slight hesitation is you've got a new coach. So it's yeah. like, fuck, what's he going to do with him? But you'd think, you, you, I mean, you would just think that he just plays him there. Yeah. You would assume it would probably do him more harm than anything by not playing him there. Like you don't, you don't get a, you know, like you don't get the sample size of when Robert Harvey took over and how good Degoe was. You don't then be like, yeah, no, you're not, you're not continuing that. Oh, just and and you think did you change midfield coaches and shit? Uh, yeah, uh, this year. Yeah, yeah we got a whole new last. panel. Ah, oh, see, that's fucked. Because yeah. you, you'd even think then, like, the midfield coach would be like, no, 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 I'm not Hang fucking on, letting go they, of him. Or did and... they leave? Did they leave when Bucks left? Or did they... I don't know, bro. I don't follow Colin. Well, I'll enough. have to have a look into that. Yeah, president and shit left. That's about all I know. Uh, fucking look, the whole footy club works. Who the fuck knows what's going there, on there? There is literally... If he's there round one, I just don't see... I am more than comfortable having the risk taking Dugowie into the season at lock forward number two. That's man. Dugowie versus Dusty. Oh, to go easy. And that's because oh. you know he's going to... Well, you assume that he's probably playing more midfield minutes than Dusty. Yeah, and it's yeah. also because Dusty usually starts slow. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I'll just kind of get Dusty when I can. And, you know, to be fair, we don't know how the loss of his dad's going to affect Dusty, to yeah. be honest. So um, I'm happy to leave Dusty at the start of the year. And, and yeah, I think you've got enough. You, you know, you've got your Duncans, you've got your Tarantos. You got, and then the goby for me, is like... I mean, we'll get to my landish later, but then you've got all the 200,000 guys in there. You should only yeah. be having really two premiums, so there's no need for Dusty at this point, I reckon. It's that one line. We spoke about it the other day when we were talking about that um, fucking the new rule change. It's the one line you probably want to go light on, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. Because you're yeah. Probably, we're probably going to get yeah midfielders coming through at some stage. Well, you're going to get some midfielders coming forward. And, and this is the thing. like With that rule, it's like, fuck, should I be taken to go? Should I be safer with Taranto? You know, what do I do in that situation? But I just think, 
man, Dugowie's in the guts. Dugowie well, had everything. And, and that's the funny thing. I mean, have a look at the back end of last year. You talk about Taranto. Dugowie played more midfield than Taranto did last year. Yeah, like, and Dugowie would have shat him in in yeah. terms of an average. I mean, to, man, Dugowie, he's... Over that eight-week period, he was one of the most damaging <laughs> players in the AFL. No hesitations yeah. with him. You, you know, the the only concern was that he only had, like, one score above 130 in that time, yeah. which, you know, I mean, ideally you want to see you know, at least a 140 in there, albeit it was a 138, but it's just like, I just don't think that you're going to have he's going to have those real low kind of games yeah. that he typically would when he sits up front. And it's funny because you know? if he was a mid-only, we'd be sitting there being like, oh my God, fuck, I can't wait for the mid-year period to have to go up as a forward. Yeah. 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 Because you know he'll yeah. play the split. Like all, you know. Yeah, he will. You know, yeah. Good players do. Um, my, my undervalued player is Taylor Adams, um, who's mm. for the first time ever actually having a fucking red hot crack at preseason and not sitting on the sidelines. He's, by all reports, he's, he's tracking well. I've spoken about this all the time. You can't really get that too much. I mean, I, I could have gone to go. That would have been the easy way out. And I'm surprised you didn't go TA because I was just going to basically work around you. Um, oh, I love Taylor. Yeah, you know I love Taylor. I know. That's why I thought you would have gone it. The the one problem that you have with Taylor Adams, though, is when when's the injury? When is it? Yeah. It's it's inevitable. It's going to happen. At 5.12, though, you think that's what you priced at? 5.12? From memory, yeah, um, low five hundred. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I will. I will not question any team that starts with him. Any. Yeah, he's a mid only, so yeah. I would because I don't think he's going to be a top eight midfielder. So he definitely could though. Oh, if he averages one ten, he's probably still not top eight. Yeah. And I think one ten is probably his ceiling. I don't think he averages more than that. Fuck, I, I see. So I, again, like I that's value. Could, like I reckon he could, but yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I reckon his ceiling's probably one fifteen, but. He's uh, he's definitely I think underpriced in that in that category. I'm not starting him by any means. I do have to go um, but I'm not starting him. It's yeah, it's just where do you go? Uh, your do not touch. Oh, sorry, Primo, Primo. Uh, Brody. Yeah, I agree. It's funny I don't have him. I don't have him right now. Um, yeah. I, you know me. I've gone very very cheap in the rock. Yeah, very cheap in the rock. <laughs> um, just with I've got him value. Uh, but if I was picking one, it, oh, look, I'd probably have a, to be honest, I'd probably have a hard time between Sean Darcy and Brody Grundy. Um, but the Grunds is looking big, man. Him and Darcy Moore. What do you mean? Are you suggesting that Max is still number one? Uh, no. No, no, no. I said between him and, didn't I say Darcy? Yeah, as in Sean Darcy, as your number one run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think um, I think big Luke Jackson is going to provide just a little bit more of a drop into Gorn this year. Yeah, that's what I think, yeah. yeah. But I'm surprised to hear you just say that Sean Darcy was someone you would consider. Gee, the Freer podcast in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, seri- like seriously consider. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. If I was going set and forget this year, it'd be Grundy and Darcy. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll, chat, we'll chat about that later. Um, lost my train of thought now. No, yeah, but Grundy. Fucking, like, I think he's... I th- to be honest, yeah, it might be outlandish. I think he's going to be the number one scoring player on the year. Big break. Number one what? Super coach scoring super coach player on the year. Oh, yeah, that is outlandish. Yeah. I think he's going to be number one ruck, so I've comfortably got him starting my team. I think six, 627, I can expect 120 from him. Yeah. I know there's value in some of the options in the ruck, but um, I just like the idea of at least one. I mean, yeah. <laughs> At least one, yeah. At well, least one and, of them. and that's the thing because this is what we'll talk about at the later. If one of my ruckmen go down, I'm two trades from another department. Like I'm fucked. Yeah. 
I'm actually fucked. Oh. Um, and you can use one of your boosted trades, mate. Make it yeah. three. But the only, the only, <laughs> actually, the only saviour I've got, and you know, this is just at the moment. I've got Tim English in my side up forward right now. Um, what? Yeah. yeah. If Tim English, well, again, Doggy's podcast, mate. Tim English, if Tim English is number one, if they're only ruckman this year, watch out. Steph Martin didn't retire. Nice shipper. He's like fucking. Yeah. He can't even get. Yeah, it you know, I don't, I don't disagree with like. I wasn't expecting him to see him in your classic team, yeah. given the options in the four line. Jesus, uh, at the moment he's got to get a better at ruck work before at he. At the moment, makes it's Duncan it. English to Goey. So, um, and then yeah. yeah, the low ones. But we'll see how we go. Like you, it's uh, that was you know when I picked this, it was more or less was, I wanted to go the low guys. So Tim English was the savior. And, um, yeah, but yeah, we'll talk about that in the doggy podcast because I'm fucking very optimistic. On Big Tim this year. Um, yeah, your outlandish statement? Um, the is a number one forward by year's end. Yep. Yep. Yeah, fuck, I like that. Fuck, because there's going to be some good forwards. Even with the, even with the DPPs, yeah. even when Dangerfield gets down there, not nah, the we still uh, out doing. Um, and DPP changed? Did we, we didn't do that, did we? I uh, haven't done one yet. Um, DPP, um, gee, it's, it's hard with bit of DPP and but especially Collingwood because we're such a team that normally is just kind of like set. yeah you play yeah. here and that's it yeah and that's that um oh man uh oh, Jack Crisp to regain defender status he's, oh, he's still a defender yeah. isn't he yeah. shit um fuck I don't know what to tell you man yeah, I actually got nothing for you probably, oh. probably not much you can like it's basically as exciting as you can get it's probably like fucking Josh Dacos to get forward mid like <laughs> like it's yeah. uh, we're, we're not an exciting team Trey Rusco is already a defender and he'll probably play down there um, Kelly's already a defender Will Kelly's a defender fucking Scott Pendlebury and like I don't I don't really buy the, the notion that we're going to send him behind the ball like yeah, side bottoms already a full. Name the one area that Collingwood's actually okay in. It's defence. Other than that, like the rest of our team is fucking nowhere near up to scratch. And yeah, isn't it funny? Last year, how much we were singing steel sort of like praises, and now it's just like we're not even looking at him at four seventy five. Yuck. Yeah, but in fact, you know, speaking of, we're not even looking at him. That's my do not touch. But I've actually Jack Crisp is actually my do not touch as well. Use of the price. Role. No, the, the yeah, the fact that he, I just think, you know, Dacos coming into the team and, and a few others around, I just think a new coach, I think Crisp just gets moved straight back to the back line. Yeah, yeah. And I think that does negative things. For, like, that would have been his highest averaging season, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, 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 like 107 last yeah. year. And I was, you know, I was big on him. Yeah, being, yeah you started and, with But him. now it's just like, no. Nah. Yeah, I did start with him. It's just like, no, nah, now I'm not going to touch him. Yeah. Uh, am I... I'm not going to start with him. He might be good still, but I'm just not going to start him. Yeah. Uh, my do not touch is... Is basically the whole Collingwood backline. Just stay away from. It's it could be the first time in a while that they're all fit and healthy. You know, don't get sucked into Maynard. Don't get sucked into Chris, Darcy Moore, Jeremy Howe. They're I mean, all just gonna. I was gonna say how people people might find a bit of value in Howe at nah, four hundred odd, considering think, how he started a couple of years back. Yeah, but I don't think they're not, none of them are gonna be top six. You know what I mean? They're all gonna play their yep. role. They're all gonna have their weeks. They're all draft players. Like I just struggle. Like if they're sitting in your draft, I fucking go take them. But. Um, yeah, as a collective, it's yeah, like I said, it's the one area that we're okay. In. Yeah, I think it's too hard to decide which one's going to be okay. Now, I said Carlton were going to win the next three flags. Where did Collingwood finish next year? Second last. Well, at least you're realistic. Yeah. Who finishes below them? Hawthorne. Poor. You reckon Adelaide and North are better than Collingwood? 
Uh, well, they win they, more games. They third last, then we beat North too, actually. Yeah, interesting. Actually, might even beat Adelaide too. Fucking who knows? But those. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. You're in the eight. Those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and true, because we'll fucking demolish us. Um, <laughs> yeah, those four teams. I think they're they're, they're clear cut bottom four, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, it's a forward line thing, and just on the forward line, Mason Cox, if he's eyewear. Is approved. I don't know if it has Corey because I've been staying out of the media lately. But if he's always approved, I mean, cheat. Hashtag cheat. Imagine the head clashes. Imagine the head clash with glasses on. How can you allow someone to wear sunnies, right? When, like, if you're a defender, you'd be wanting to look at their eyes to see, okay, you know, what's my opponent thinking? What are they doing? How can they fucking allow that? It's a fucking joke, man. You have every player in the league wearing sunnies. I've been fucking hit in the eyes a couple of times. Now I'm going to wear fucking prescription sunnies. Fuck off, cunt. <sighs> oh, how yeah, good. And there's our first C-bomb for the year. All right, let us... Yes, yeah, that was, every... that was everything, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, everything. Yeah. On behalf of Bob's and myself and the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elite, peace out and thank you for listening. <laughs>